0: Welcome to Morning Prayer. Please join me in the first verse of Hymn 565. who be thou and all praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The ninety. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that do in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, under whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning Is now and ever shall be, world without end, amen. The portion of the psalter appointed for the morning prayer of the twenty-third day begins with Psalm one hundred and ten found on page 513 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the Psalms in unison. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, and to thy make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy power out of Sion. Be thou ruler, even in the midst among thine enemies. In the day of thy power shall thy people offer thee free will offerings with unholy worship. The dew of thy birth is of the womb of the morning. The Lord swear and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord upon thy right hand shall wound even kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the heathen. He shall fill the place with the dead bodies and smite in sunder the heads of diverse countries. He shall drink of the brook in the way, therefore shall he lift up his head. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, secretly among the faithful and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is worthy to be praised and had in honor, and his righteousness endureth forever. The merciful and gracious Lord hath so done his marvelous works, that they ought to be had in remembrance. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are true. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his for forever. Holy and reverend is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do thereafter The praise of him endureth forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. He hath great delight in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the faithful shall be blessed. Riches and plenteousness shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. Unto the godly there ariseth up light in the darkness. He is merciful, loving, and righteous. A good man is merciful and lendeth, and will guard his words with discretion. For he shall never be moved, and the righteous shall be had in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of any evil tidings, for his heart standeth fast and believeth in the Lord. His heart is established and will not shrink until he see his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed abroad and given to the poor, and his righteousness remaineth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The ungodly shall see it, and it shall grieve him. He shall gnash with his teeth and consume away. The desire of the ungodly shall perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord, ye servants. O praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, from this time forth forevermore. The Lord's name is praised, from the rising up of the sun unto the going down of the same. The Lord is high above all heathen, and his glory above the heavens who is like unto the Lord our God, that hath his dwelling so high, and yet humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and earth. He taketh up the simple out of the dust, and lifteth the poor out of the mire, that he may set him with the princes, even with the princes of his people. He maketh the barren woman to keep house, and to be a joyful mother of children. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begineth the eighth chapter of the book of Daniel. In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared unto me, even unto me Daniel, after that which appeared unto me at the first. And I saw in a vision, and it came to pass, when I saw that I was at Shushan in the palace, which is in the province of Elam. And I saw in a vision, and I was by the river Ula. Then I lifted up mine eyes, and saw, and behold, There stood before the river a ram which had two horns, and the two horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. I saw the ram pushing westward and northward and southward, so that no beast might stand before him. Neither was there any that could deliver out of his hand, but he did according to his will and became great. And as I was considering, behold, and he, goat, came from the west on the face of the whole earth and touched not the ground. And the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. And he came to the ram that had two horns, which I had seen standing before the river, and ran unto him in a fury of his power. And I saw him come close unto the ram, and he was moved with collar against him, and smote the ram and brake his two horns. And there was no power in the ram to stand before him. But he cast him down to the ground and stamped upon him, and there was none that could deliver the ram out of his hand. Therefore the he-goat waxed very great, and when he was strong the great horn was broken, and for it came up four notable ones toward the four winds of heaven. And out of one of them came forth a little horn, which waxed exceeding great toward the south and toward the east and toward the pleasant land. And it waxed great even to the host of heaven." and it cast down some of the host and of the stars to the ground, and stamped upon them. Yea, he magnified himself even to the prince of the host, and by him the daily sacrifice was taken away, and the place of his sanctuary was cast down, and an host was given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression, and it cast down the truth to the ground, and it practiced and prospered. Then I heard one saint speaking, And another saint said unto that certain saint which within spake, How long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary and the host to the trodden underfoot? And he said unto him, Unto two thousand and three hundred days there shall the sanctuary be cleansed. And it came to pass when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning Then, behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of Uli, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. So he came near where I stood, and when he came I was afraid, and fell upon my face. But he said unto me, Understand, O son of man, for at the time of the end shall be the vision. Now as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep, On my face toward the ground but he touched me and set me upright and he said behold i will make thee know what shall be in the last end of the indignation for at the time appointed the end shall be the ram which thou sawest having two horns are the kings of media and persia and the rough goat is the king of grecia and the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king Now that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, four kingdoms shall stand up out of the nation, but not in his power. And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to a full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. And his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully, and shall prosper and practice, and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people." And through his policy also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, that he shall be broken without hand. And the vision of the evening and the morning which was told is true. Wherefore shut thou up the vision, for it shall be for many days. And I, Daniel, fainted and was sick certain days. Afterward, I rose up and did the king's business, and I was astonished at the vision, but none understood it. He ran up the first lesson. The Tadeo. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim, continually to cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles, praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets, praise thee. The noble army of martyrs, praise thee. The Holy Church throughout all the world doth acknowledge Thee. The Father of an infinite majesty, Thine honorable, true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son, of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst not uphold the virgin's womb, when thou hast overcome the sharpness of death. Thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save Thy people and bless Thy heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify Thee and we worship Thy name. with without end, Thou save, O Lord who keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy lighten upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the twenty-first chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. And it came to pass, that after we had gotten from them, and had launched, we came with a straight course unto Koaz, and the day following unto Rhodes, and from thence unto Patara, and finding a ship sailing over unto Phoenicia, we went aboard and set forth. Now when we had discovered Cyprus, we left it on the left hand and sailed into Syria and landed at Tyre. But there the ship was to unlay her burden. And finding disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem. And when we had accomplished those days, we departed and went our way. And they all brought us on our way with wives and children, till we were out of the city and we kneeled down on the shore and prayed. And when we had taken our leave one of another, we took ship, and they returned home again. And when we had finished our course from Tyre, we came to Ptolemais and saluted the brethren, and abode with them one day. And the next day we that were of Paul's company departed, and came unto Caesarea, and we entered into the house of Philip the Evangelist, which was one of the seven, and abode with him. And the same man had four daughters, virgins, which did prophesy. And as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost, so shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. And when we heard these things, Both we and they of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What mean ye to weep and to break mine heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And when he would not be persuaded, we ceased, saying, The will of the Lord be done. And after those days, we took up our carriages and went up to Jerusalem. There went with us also certain of the disciples of Caesarea, and brought with them one Nason of Cyprus, an old disciple with whom we should lodge. And when we were come to Jerusalem, the brethren received us gladly. And the day following, Paul went in with us unto James, and all the elders were present. And when we had saluted them, he declared particularly what things God had wrought among the Gentiles by his ministry. And when they heard it, they glorified the Lord and said unto him, Thou seest, brother, how many thousands of Jews there are which believe, and they are all zealous of the law. And they are informed of thee that thou teachest all the Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to circumcise their children neither to walk after the customs. What is it, therefore? The multitude must needs come together, for they will hear that thou art come. Do therefore this that we say to thee. We have four men which have a vow on them. Them take and purify themselves with them, and be at charge with them, that they may shave their heads, and all may know that those things whereof they were informed concerning thee are nothing, but that thou thyself Also walkest orderly, and keepest the law. As touching the Gentiles which believe, we have written and concluded that they observe no such thing, save only that they keep themselves from things offered to idols, and from blood, and from strangled, and from fornication. Then Paul took the men, and the next day, purifying himself with them, entered into the temple, to signify the accomplishment of the days of purification, until that an offering should be offered for every one of them. And when the seven days were almost ended, the Jews which were of Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the people and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man that teacheth all men everywhere against the people, and the law, and this place. And further brought Greeks also into the temple, and hath polluted this holy place. For they had seen before him in the city Trophimus and Ephesian whom they supposed that Paul had brought into the temple. And all the city was moved, and the people ran together, and they took Paul and drew him out of the temple, and forthwith the doors were shut. And as they went about to kill him, tidings came into the chief captain of the band, that all Jerusalem was in an uproar, who immediately took soldiers and centurions and ran down unto them. And when they saw the chief captain and the soldiers, they left beating of Paul. Then the chief captain came near and took him and commanded him to be bound with two chains and demanded who he was and what he had done. And some cried one thing, some another, among the multitude. And when he could not know the certainty for the tumult, he commanded him to be carried into the castle. And when he came upon the stairs, so it was that he was born of the soldiers for the violence of the people. For the multitude of the people followed after crying away with him, and as Paul was to be led into the castle, he said unto the chief captain, May I speak unto thee? Who said, Canst thou speak Greek? Art not thou that Egyptian which before these days madest an uproar, and ledest out into the wilderness four thousand men that were murderers? But Paul said, I am a man which am a Jew of Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, a citizen of no mean city. And I beseech thee, Suffer me to speak unto the people. And when he had given him license, Paul stood on the stairs and beckoned with the hand unto the people. And when there was made a great silence, he spake unto them in the Hebrew tongue, saying, Here at the second lesson. The Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for He hath visited and redeemed His people, and hath raised up a morning salvation for us in the house of His servant David, as He spake by the mouth of His holy prophets, which hath been since the world began. That we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he swear to our forefather Abraham that he would give us that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, To give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from an eye hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Call for the 11th Sunday after Trinity. O God, who declarest thy almighty power most chiefly in showing mercy and pity, mercifully grant unto us such a measure of thy grace that we, running the way of thy commandments, may obtain thy gracious promises and be made partakers of thy heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defendest thy humble servants and all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all thy doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always what is righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear us, almighty and most merciful God and Savior. Extend thy accustomed goodness to thy servant Sally, who is grieved with sickness. Sanctify, we beseech thee, this thy fatherly correction to her, that the sense of her weakness may add strength to her faith and seriousness to her repentance, that if it shall be thy good pleasure to restore her to her former health. She may lead the rest of her life in thy fear and to thy glory, or else give her grace so to take thy visitation that after this painful life is ended, she may dwell with thee in life everlasting. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord and giver of life, receive our prayer for Hannah and Megan, and for the children they are carrying, that they may safely come to the time of birth, and serving thee in all things, may rejoice in thy tender care. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Please join me in the fourth verse of hymn 565. When we've been there ten thousand years, Bright shining as the sun, We've no less days to sing God's praise Than when we first first begun.